Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting Black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I'll be the one to take the risk to go and get them bands. I'll be the one to never sit and go and make a plan. Knowing my mother getting old and I don't got no time. Gotta keep a couple for the road or else get left behind. Yeah. To the hunters, pledge allegiance, I stand I'm gold pull four in the fucking white sand I give it all to this fucking mic stand If it's been done before, then I know I can I'm on the rise, I'm trying to keep a level head Yo, what's the deal, y'all? Hope all is well Welcome back to another episode I'm Duke I'm Omar I'm Jalan And this is Nice and Neat And fellas I want y'all to know I'm repping my WNBA jersey. Well, well, excuse me, my WNBA hoodie for a reason today. Mm. It, it 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 definitely corresponds with what we're going to be talking about today, and it also cor- corresponds with International Women's Month. Come on, Hello, now. ladies! Give it up for the ladies! Come Give it up on, for the man. ladies! International Women's Month. Coming Thank you, Duke, for time. that drop, bro. Absolutely. You know, um, ladies, we 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 definitely love you. Without without y'all, we wouldn't be here. That's a fact. And, you know, and truth be told, for us three, this actually makes sense, too. Without sports, we wouldn't really be here. Wow. We wouldn't be Facts. here without Facts. that. You know, true, true. The, the, the teachings, the, the learnings that we got from sports, the, um, the discipline that we've been able to create from sports, the relationships that we've been able to grow from sports. Uh, I think you guys have an incredibly amazing relationship that you guys got from playing together yeah, in Denver. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. You know, sure. that was amazing. You know, and it took a lot of discipline for you guys to even get to that level. So what we're going to be talking about today, man, is, is, is really the importance of sports within your development. Did you feel like that made you a better man? Do you feel like, actually, matter of fact, oh, do you feel like playing sports is what helped you become the man that you are today? Does it make you a better man? Oh, um, I think it's helped me become the man I am today. Mm. But to say that it's made me a better man, um, I can't say that. It's definitely made me a different man, for sure, right? Like, a lot of things that, you know, I've taken from sports, like, I've learned, like, how to work hard and how to be dedicated, 
and uh, how to be consistent and how to be prompt, you know, and all of those things make me help make me a better man. But I don't think the sport necessarily because there are other things that you could do in life that you could adopt those type of traits and characteristics and still become a better man. So I don't, I don't know if it's, you know, that's like such a, a, a egotistical question, mm -hmm. you know, and that only comes from sports, right? Because sports is all about ego competition. Driven. I'm yeah. better than you. I'm, you're better. Oh, what's your stats? Shit, there's, here's my stats. You ain't seeing me. You, you can't see me, bro. Mm -hmm. can't, can't see you me, You can't bro. see me, bro. Can't see you me, can't, bro. You know where I'm from, bro. You feel me? That, that's that's where it comes to. So it's, I think that that's like driven by ego. You know what I'm saying? When you're able to remove the ego, you see, it's not about being better or being better than the next man. It's about being the best man that you could possibly be. And that's what be. sports is all about. And that's what sports is all about. You know, even if you never make it to the highest level, right? It's about being the best athlete you could possibly be, right? getting the most out of your potential, maximizing your time in the space, and doing everything you possibly can to be the best athlete out there, you know? So, nah, sports, sports I guess, sure, helped me become a better man, but without it, I think I still think I could be a, a great man. It for sure sounds like you gained a sense of respect for other human beings along along your way. You know, I, I know, I know when I start to see other athletes that were just like, Okay, he do stuff that I can't do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he do stuff I can't do. His guy's different. Yeah. And you it's crazy how you gain a sense of respect off of that. You know, like I, I see I see I see Duke do some Duke plays football and I see him dunk all the time. It's crazy to me. Yeah, Duke is extremely athletic. <laughs> extremely athletic. Extremely. Yeah. Extremely athletic. But I, I I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead and be more firm on my answer and say sports has absolutely um made me a better man there's a lot of things i can attribute some of my skill set to but i learned most of them through sports right i learned um so many skills throughout my adolescence um through my collegiate years you know into, into adulthood that came through sports right and i think it, it's just i gotta give sports its credit because that's the that's the that's the background that shaped me you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying i can give you so many examples of how I become a better man through sure, sports. Sure, give us a couple. We got a little time. How many I want? Yeah, come on. Give us a couple. We got a little time. Okay, cool. Time, time, cool, cool. So, so off the rip, man, playing sports has taught me how to communicate. Mm -hmm. Okay? I've, you, you got teammates because unless you play golf or, or tennis, tennis or any track sport. And field. Yeah, or track and field or any sport that um, is a solo sport. You're gonna have teammates. You're gonna have to communicate with these teammates. Mm -hmm. All right. So I learned how to learn how to communicate early on, and and the success of your team is dependent on how well you communicate, how quick you communicate, how efficient Effective. and clearly mm -hmm. you communicate. All right. Another thing is punctuality. Mm, time. All right. Time. time. Being on time. I learned that through sports. Right. So now. In the real world, now that I'm not playing sports, I'm always on time because when I was playing sports, there was a direct consequence for being late. Discipline. Right? There was mm -hmm. a direct consequence yeah. for being late. When I was um playing in high school, it was up-downs, right? Or lines or gashers. When I got to the collegiate level, it was up-downs, bear crawls. So sports right? early taught you consequences for early sure. on for your mm -hmm. behavior. For sure. Anything early you learn consequences for is going to shape you. Mm -hmm. And then when you get to the collegiate level, you know what they take? Your money. Money. Well, in, co in college, I mean, I'm sorry, at, at a professional. I'm pro sorry, yeah, professional. Yeah, yeah, at the pro when level. you get to the pro level, yeah, they taking your bread. 
They take your bread. Don't worry about it. Are you late? Oh, don't worry about it. It's not even going to be. We haven't got to talk about it. They're going to take your bread. Also, you know what sports has taught me? I'm sorry. With punctuality, it's also taught me how to show up places early, whether it's a date, whether it's a business meeting, whether it's a Zoom meeting, whether it's whatever. If you're there early, no one can ever hold that against you. Right? If you're early, you're on time. Showing up, you're on yeah. time, you're late. Exactly. And Showing if you're up late, early, unacceptable. Unacceptable. Showing up early is a extension of, like we talked on the last episode, being a man of your word. I'm gonna be here at this time. I'm gonna be here at this time, so I show up at this oh, time. Hold on. What, oh, oh, what you pulling out over there, man? Man, you know, since since Duke is talking about punctuality, wow. you know, I, I I was <laughs> I was visiting my dad this past weekend, man, and um. You know, he has a bunch of stuff from high school, college, you know, just my entire life, just laying all over the house. And I stumbled upon this old Denver Broncos minicamp schedule, right? And, you know, now that I'm removed from the game, you know, I have time to sit back and look at it. And I'm like, yo, this is crazy. This There is a schedule for the day and every hour is lined up. There is something going on every hour, every minute on the minute, right? And I think this has a lot to say with, you know, the things that you were able to learn Absolutely. from sports, you know, because you get put in this system where there's already a structure in place yeah. for you. Right. Yeah. And you have to be at meeting at 7 a.m. But you got to be there early because you can't mm-hmm. be walking in at 7 a.m. because the coach is already beginning the meeting. Absolutely. Right. And the same things for like being on the field for practice. It's right. like you can't just be on the field at practice at 11 right. o'clock. Practice. We're already starting to practice, you know. Absolutely. So, well, I think I think just to add to your point, you know, being in this system and this structure for so long in our lives have gave have given us such an advantage, you know. For sure, to like, be honest, to just to be honest, to be honest. just to be honest, yeah. and you know, I, give, give me a rundown. What's over there? What's on that paper? Because I'm not, I've never been to a Broncos practice. I mean, and this is, I'm pretty sure this is pretty standard for around the league. So I, I would say this is just in a, a NFL practice. But you know, contrary to proper popular belief, we do a lot more than practice. Within the day, yeah, you know, I mean, we, our practice is only two hours, and we're here from seven a.m. to seven p.m. all the time, all the time, minute to minute. Practice is only two hours of the day. We are there from seven a.m. to seven p.m. So seven a.m. So it's like it's like that right there already helped create your daily schedule because that mentally that's what you're used to is creating a schedule you can see it, not a not a not a task list. Nah, a schedule. a schedule from this time to this time. I will be doing this from this time to this time. I'll be doing this. And, you know, it actually takes a, people a very long time to actually uh, comprehend that concept, to be able to understand the difference between a task list and an actual schedule. Mm-hmm. And me being someone who's never I've never played professional sports. So I had to understand that through the real world. And that was a lot of trial. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. 
So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. An era that I had to go through. I wasn't fresh out of college and I was just able to kind of, you know, be placed into um, a scheduled system like that. Mm -hmm. So just being able to see, okay, at seven, I got to be here, you know, at 815 I gotta be here 930 I have to be here 12 o'clock cool that's my lunch hour I'll be able to eat lunch at that time and then it's back to it yeah I think with the schedule the difference between a schedule and task list is you separating the difference between being busy and being productive mm. right when you have tasks it's just kind of like yo all right I gotta do this today I gotta I gotta take my clothes to the cleaners I gotta go drop off this hard drive to this editor um I got to pick up some dog food and uh, I got to go to the grocery store. Right. Okay. So that's your task list. Right. And it's like the day goes on. You're like, shit, when I could get to it, I could get to it. But yep. when you make a schedule and you allocate a certain hour block for certain things, it's like you're so much more um, efficient, 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 efficient. You know, you have a, a little more sense of urgency. You're like, yo, I scheduled this for this time. You know, even like it, it could almost drive you crazy sometimes. Like the other day, someone called me a scammer called me from Amazon, right? And was trying to get my information. But I had already said, yo, at nine o'clock, I'm headed to the car wash, right? They called me at 840 and I ended up on the phone with them to like 905. And I was so pissed at myself because I told myself I would be at the car wash at nine o'clock because I had something else going at 10, you know? So, you know, it could almost, you know, get under your skin sometimes because it's like, yo, I... The schedule is the schedule, and I'm not trying to veer off from it, right? Because yes, yes. when I veer off from the schedule, all right, then I lose focus. Yeah, some, some people. I'm just busy. Some people. Some people will say that you're overdoing it and you're just obsessed with the schedule, but that's what that's kind of what it takes. That's that's what it takes. That's you know, takes. if you want to be really successful, you want to yeah. be the best man you possibly can be. You know. So you feel like you know how you wanted to be at the the car wash at nine o'clock. You got that type of discipline strictly from sports. From sports. And that's why I said there's certain things that I've taken for sports that have made me a better man, right? But I'm pretty sure that there are countless men that are extremely successful, that uber successful sports. that didn't play sports. Yeah, right, so yeah, that's yeah. why I say that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like there are things that I've taken from it for sure that have made me Pertaining a better to man. Pertaining to us. Pertaining to us. Pertaining to us because we all have to draw from somewhere. Yeah. Right? And, you know, for, for me and for you, it is sports. No, for sure. Yeah, it is sports because that's what shaped us. You know, sports for me personally was. The first thing I've ever experienced in my life that every rep matters in yeah. practice. Yeah. Because when you're in the game, the game is kind of like a muscle memory thing. Like, it's like, I played this good this week because I had a really good, good week of practice. practice. That's a fact. And that right there was always so important to me because I was able to take practice seriously, which was able to translate into my regular life that... You know, I'll go into me when I was a barber. I didn't have to have a celebrity client in my chair to put my best work on him. Mm -hmm. And I always took that mentality from sports. I want to be the best whether I'm in practice or if I'm, if I'm with a star. If I'm with a regular everyday guy, I still want to give him the same exact treatment that I'll give him. I'll give my stars just simply because that is my practice. Mm -hmm. I have to practice how I play. Mm -hmm. And that was something that was really ingrained into my head as a child. I never played, I never even played collegiate sports. But as a child, as an adolescent, that was something that was ingrained into my head. Being on time to practice, that was something that was ingrained and my dad pushed it as well. 
I will say this. One thing that I never got to experience that I got to see a lot of people did get to experience as we grew older was because your schedule is so important and so tight. It's a lot of other people that start to they become a part of your schedule. So it's like, let's wait on Omar for this. Let's wait on Duke for this. Duke is, he's going to, he has practice at this time and he gets out at this time. That means he needs to eat at this time. Do you ever feel like that was something that ever hindered you or held you back? Or do you feel like that was something that was able to propel you as well? Because people were in your corner during How that time. People wait on us? Waiting on you, hand and foot. Uh, No, I don't think it hindered me. I don't think it hindered me. I think that, you know, it just allowed me to have like a sense of comfort. You know, I think it gave me the space and the grace and the time to just kind of focus on what I need to focus on. I don't feel like it hindered me at all. You know, I don't feel like, but also I don't feel like I was overcoddled mm-hmm. because when you play sports, people don't really, some people coddle you, but like football, people expect you to be able to handle whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, so I never felt that, that just, you know, that warmth that people protect, that protection from everybody, you know, it's just kind of like I'm playing a game, I'm playing sports and people know what I have to do. And then, you know, that's kind of the extent of it. Oh, what's the, what do you feel like is the biggest, uh, I call it the biggest life lesson you've learned through sports? I know how organized you are. I know how punctual you are when it comes to your schedule, you know, but when it comes to your life lesson, you know, like implementation of the way that you interact with people. What do you feel like sports was able to help catapult your experiences with people? Well, speaking from my perspective, Duke's perspective, from, uh, you know, a football background, you know, at least my the most recent team I played on was the Denver Broncos, right? We had over 60 guys on the team, right? It's a lot of different personalities that you're inter- interacting with on a day-to-day basis, right? Some guys some guys you see more than others, right? Because you play the same position or on the same side of the ball. Some guys you don't, but you still are on the same team. You guys still have the same common goal, right? So I think one thing it did help me do, and I think Duke, you briefly touched on this, is be able to communicate with different walks of life, right? Everyone doesn't speak the same language. Yeah. You know, everyone doesn't understand the same way. Sometimes you got to break things down for different people. Sometimes, you know, what may seem simple or easy to the next individual may be complicated and, and difficult to, to the next, you know? So it also taught me patience. Mm. It gave me, gave, gave me patience, right? From wanting to make it, you know, having a dream of making it and then the time that it took, you know? And also, you know, when it came to competing for, for a spot, you know, sometimes it doesn't, it doesn't happen overnight. You know what I'm saying? You gotta when be, it's your time. When it's your time, you just gotta be patient and stay, mm. stick with it. Keep shipping at it, you know what I'm saying? And do exactly what you said, you know, approaching every rep like, Yo, this is that one. You know what I'm saying? I'm always trying to put the best shit on tape all the time because the eye in the sky is always watching. That's a phrase that you will hear, uh, you know, uh, uh, in the building, you know, because they're always filming you. You know, when you're on the football field, everything is caught on film. Walking. Everything. everything. Literally everything. It's in frame. It's caught. It's up to them to decide do they want to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? But everything you do is caught on film, you know, so you always thinking about putting your best foot forward. So for me it's it's learning how to effectively communicate with different walks of life and also taught me patience dealing with people so man i think sports for me a a huge key that it's taught me is the importance of practice right anything in life you want to be better at and improve 
you got to practice. Mando. It doesn't matter what it is. You got to put the time in, put the work in, right? And put the effort in. And also, it's not just practicing. It's how you practice, Mm -hmm. right? That's really important for progressing and taking those steps to be successful is how you practice. What kind of practice, what kind of urgency are you, you know, having when you're practicing? What kind of intention are you having when you're practicing? Because plenty of people practice and just go with the flow and kind of go with the motion. And they say, yo, I practice and I just did it to get it done, Mm -hmm. you know? And then the end result is not what they wish. Yeah. Right. But then there's people, go ahead. No, go finish. But then there's people that are actively, you know, and, and, and intentionally being urgent about their practice because all they care about is being better. Like you said, every single rep counts. Mm-hmm. Every single rep, right? If you are studying for a test every single minute, right? If you're studying for, if you're graphic designing, um, you got to like put the reps in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Do the reps and do the reps and do the reps till you get good. But it doesn't matter what it is in life. You want to yeah. act. You want to write. Mm-hmm. You got to do this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that it's given me the confidence to even go out and be a fashion designer mm-hmm. because I didn't have no experience. But sports has taught me like, okay, I could learn how to do it because I got to just practice. Yeah. So that's, I think sports is one thing that's helped me um, feel like I can accomplish anything. Yeah. I want to, I want to dive a little bit deeper into the practice thought. I touched on this on my, my um, Instagram stories or my good morning posts um, a few weeks back. Um, and I, I, th- I think another thing that sports has also taught me how to do, you know, speaking of the long lines of, of practice is like how to take mental reps. Absolutely. Right. Cause sometimes you're not always going to be able to, to do it physically. Yeah. Right. But you got to be able to put yourself there mentally. Right. Just in case you end up in that, in that situation in live action, yeah. you know? So like for me, it's like, Whatever I'm doing in my day. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, But the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The day life, you know, if I can't get to it, you know, physically, well, can I actually put myself there mentally and feel like I could actually get the mental rep? You know, because those those reps happen or count, too. You know, those reps give you confidence. Like, yeah. do, can I see myself making the play? Yeah. Right? Do, can I see myself being in the right spot? Okay, cool. I can see myself. So when I get out there, all right, bet more than likely, I'm going to have better chances of being in that spot, being able to make the play. Facts. And I'm glad, I'm glad you touched on, I'm glad you touched on um, your mental, mm-hmm. right? Because I know this is something that you went through as well. And I think sports is incredible at being just a microcosm of what life is. Mm-hmm. And I say that because within sports, injuries occur. Mm-hmm. And to be able to see the mental callus that I get to see and athletes go through injuries that maybe 10, 15 years ago would have been career-ending injuries, you know, t- torn ACLs, MCLs, PCLs, you know, labrums, uh, hip, hip, hip dislocations, things like that. And, ten, you know, we have modern medicine, yes, but it still takes the rehab and people don't talk about the mental strain that you have to go through in order to get through your rehabs and 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 when you're laying in that bed and you can't move your legs can't move your arms can't move and you're laying in that bed just to, you just can't wait till you get to the point of doing the things that you were used to being able to do just having that normal quality quality of life that you were used to 
and being able to develop that mental callus to say, I'm going to get my ass back out there and I'm going to do what I was doing before. I feel like that translates so well into just real life. And you you had a major injury. You both actually had ex- both major injuries that you both came back from. What did it take mentally for you guys to even get back from that? Duke, you first. Whew. Man, I had, for those of you guys listening, I had two different surgeries back-to-back seasons. You know, I think that the mental, just the mental stress that I felt was probably one of the most toughest times that I've experienced, man, because it was just such a prominent time, um, you know, to be playing for me. But I think for me, just having the confidence to take it day by day, mm. right? And not look so much into the future, not look so much, not look too far into the future, but look look at the moment and look at in an hour and then look at tomorrow, you know? And then take it literally day by day, because when you get hurt or you're injured or you or, or you're injured or you have surgery, it feels like you're never going to be the same again. Mm-hmm. You know, you know how it feels. It just feels like you're never going to be the same again, and you know it feels like forever. Yeah. But if you just take it day by day, and don't think too much about, you know, three months from now, six months from now, but think about tomorrow, some short term shit. Mm-hmm it'll help you keep going. Yeah. You know, and that's how I was able to keep pushing back to back years. Yeah. Right. And even just have the confidence to get out there again and say, you know what, I'm still do this. Yeah. I think, um, through my trials and tribulations of, you know, going through injuries, you know, I, I tore my ACL, um, in college. I've also had two labrum surgeries, which Jalan mentioned, but I think through those things, you know, I, I learned how to be really resilient, you know, and I think that resilient came that resilience came from like the love for the sport. You know, like I just love the sport so much that I was willing to put myself in those situations where I didn't want to be there or, you know, where I knew it was probably easy for me to quit and fold, you know. But, you know, ultimately I had a, a bigger goal, you know, and that's just because of the love of the sport. So through the love of the sports, I developed resilience, you know, and I think that's what happens with anything in life. Like you keep going because you're, you're in love with it, mm-hmm. right? That passion exists. It's, it's that passion exists. Without it, you you would give up. You will just walk away. You will pick up something else and, and, and start something new in life, you know? But, but when you love it, you know, you, you develop that resilience and, you know, that, that hunger to c- continue pursuing whatever it is that you're pursuing. Whew, man. I just, I, I don't know how you guys don't get uh, um, almost emotional every time you guys talk about Choked that. Choked up. Yeah, because... You know, I just I just think about the implementation of this, that mindset to where you say, I'm going to get through this. And like, oh, you said it's the passion, right? Not only the passion, it's a certain amount of respect that you have for what you're doing. And that's why I think it's extremely important for whatever it is in your life that you're doing. You have to you have to respect it first, you know, and then through that respect, you can develop a passion for what it is that you're doing. And when you don't have the best day, you can get through that shit, you know. And like you were saying, dude, when you just think about when the injury first happens, you can't think about, man, I can't wait to get back on the field yeah. because that's actually physically something that you cannot do. Oh, you'll stress yourself out. And you're going to stress yourself out. But if you could just think about like, man, in an hour, I just want to be able to see if I could lift my leg up once. Yeah. Okay, cool. I can do that. Tomorrow, I'm going to see if I can sit up. 
Okay, cool. Next week, let's see if we can walk. All right, bet. Cool, we got that. And I think when you are able to give yourself certain little pinpoint goals that you can create, and I think that's one thing that sports has definitely done for each and every one of us. At the beginning of your journey, you know there's a goal at the end, and you know exactly what you're aiming at all the time. There's a target there for you. And I think sports in my life has created a, 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 a consistent target to where I know what I'm shooting at, I know what I'm aiming at, I know what I'm looking forward to. And I know if I don't get, if I don't hit my target, I know why, I know what I did, and I know what was wrong. Mm. It's very, it's very, it's very, sports is it's something that you can actually gauge. Yeah, yeah. And it's because of Analyze. the structure, you know, and I, I think success lives in the structure. Yeah. And that's why sports for me has been so, so intricate and so important and within its intricacies that yeah. it works. It's kind of like a common theme here is that, you know, develop structure. Mm. Develop structure. Like, I don't even think we could get away from. I mean, I've seen that schedule. That schedule is structure. <laughs> success yeah. lives in the structure. Success lives in the structure. How do you get away from structure? You can't. Not if you want to be successful. successful. Not if you want to be All successful. Right. For, for most of us. Most of us, we need are structure. We, are we live? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We live, yeah. baby. Are, are we, we live? live? Are we live? Are we live? Charlotte. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> are we live? We are live, baby. What's the deal, y'all? Welcome back to the nice and neat halftime show. I'm your host, Omar, but I'm assuming you knew that already. All right. Uh, before I hop into the show, I, I definitely want to take this opportunity uh, to plug a couple things that we got going on here. You know, we we do such an awesome job, or I think such an awesome job of of sharing other people's platforms um but it, it's important for us to share what we got going on on our own platform so uh one thing i want to i want to touch on man if you're looking for ways to get in shape and you know to to get that six pack and that core nice and tight for the summer head over to alpha-burn.com to download the six-week ab guide that's right duke has been tearing it up over there on alpha burn he's got guys looking in shape and ready for the summertime looking like a snack you know that's what the ladies want to see right and if you're interested Hello. in and um, learning how to move like a better athlete, head over to omarcbolden.com to download the How to Move Like an Athlete program. You could do it in the, the comfort of your own home, or you could do it in the gym, wherever you like to do. Um, with that said, I would like to get into today's halftime show, and I would like to shout out the MVP of today's show. Um, and the MVP goes to the best comment um, on our recent YouTube video. Um, and that comment comes from Jen K. And... Um, she says, before watching this episode, I could feel the confidence you all exude. So it's funny you all talked about confidence in this episode. Thank you for creating this podcast. Love it. So, Jen, shout out to you. Shout out to Jen. Shout out to Jen. Shout out to Jen for showing some love and support to the YouTube channel. We we really, really appreciate that. Um, but, yeah, um, if, as you guys could see, I, I pinned uh, the question down below and what, what today's uh, episode topic is all about. And it's about um, do, do, you, do we think sports, playing sports, makes you a better man? So if you guys have any questions or comments, shoot them off, fire them off. Um, and while you guys are doing so, I'm going to go ahead and get into a question that we got from one of our, our viewers. And this is from Glenn Perkins. And he, his question is, do the lessons you learn from playing sports as a kid make it more likely for you to be successful as an adult? Such a great question, Glenn. So, there go that whistle. There go that. I found it. There go that whistle. You want to dive into Say that, dude? question one more time. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Do the lessons you learn from playing sports as a kid make it more likely for you to be successful as an adult? Mm. Good. Yeah, I wouldn't say it makes you more likely to, to be successful, 
but it does give you certain tools to be successful. I think there are many things or many um, extracurricular activities you can probably join as a as a young adult or a, as a kid that can help you um, as an adult. Um, so I wouldn't say it's, it makes you more likely, right? But it does give you certain tools that we talked about before, like communication, like being on time, like discipline. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Like um, uh, teamwork, right? That's a big one because, mm-hmm. you know, when you go into the real world, you're going to meet people and you're going to have to know how to network and, you know, use people and, you know, reciprocate with people to achieve a common goal. So, um, so yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely think um, the lessons you learn from playing sports um, are more likely to make you successful as an adult. Um, just just like you said, you know, there's so many important things that you pick up along the way, you know, how to be on time and um, how to be respectful and look a man in his eye and, you know, do all the right things. So um, even um, learning how to to work hard for something that, you know, you feel like you deserve. You know, those are things that you're going to have to um, truly face as an adult, like earning a job or, you know, chasing after a certain career that you're after. Um, and the lessons that you learn, that you, um, I guess, learn through playing sports can only make you better and can only uplift you um, as you're chasing other things in life. You know, so like if I didn't learn, you know, how to wake up on my own and, and get to, you know, to where I need to be early, then you know, I'll probably miss out on a lot of opportunities as an adult because, you know, I'm just strolling in, um, you know, whenever I want, you know, but I understand, you know, you got to be disciplined um, and be prompt when whatever you're doing. And I picked up all of those things through playing sports. For for a lot of us that play sports, I think we can appreciate our upbringing, you know, and I feel like um, it's a big part of who we are today. And um, I think most people that play sports would definitely say, that playing sports has, if they are successful, has definitely attributed to their success. Um, one thing I don't like, though, right? I hear a lot of people talk about athletes aren't this, or athletes aren't that, or athletes aren't smart, right? But they don't really talk about all the qualities that athletes do have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the ones we mentioned. And I think that, um, you know, as a society, right, particularly in America, um, I think our you know we gotta we we gotta think a little deeper you know when we think about athletes and learn to appreciate the things that they do well as opposed to you know things they don't another thing that um you know playing sports taught me as a kid is uh not just to work you know not how to work hard but like how to be consistent uh-huh. you know you know like anybody could show up to practice and work hard one day at practice but like being consistent, consistently good and working hard at practice is going to get you the spot that you're going to earn. Um, on top of that, you know, most times in life, um, you know, we often remember the people who are the most consistent, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, 
if you're not trying to be consistent, you're not really trying to be remembered. And this is a quote I actually saw in uh, Jalan. I mean, not Jalan. This is a quote I actually saw on one end of a friend of mine's uh, um, bio on Instagram. Is it's, it says you're you're here to get noticed, and I'm here to get remembered. You know, and I, I honestly think if you're trying to be remembered in any way, you know, you got to be consistent. There's no way anybody's gonna yeah. remember you if you're not gonna be consistent in what you're doing. You know, yeah. and those are things that, you know, I learned early on through playing sports. You know, and those are things that I carry on with me in my adult life. So, yeah, that, it, 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 to answer to answer the question, I do think um, that the things that you learn early on in sports carry over uh, to your yes, adult sir. life. So, um, we don't have any more questions. Well, Let's wrap half time up wrap it up yeah boss said we gotta wrap it up we gotta wrap it up sorry guys uh we'll catch you guys on the next um halftime show um if you guys aren't already please be sure to uh subscribe to the nice and neat youtube channel uh like and comment on on our posts we we greatly appreciate the engagement um and the interaction from you guys and also feel free to leave comments of like what you guys want us to talk about you know if you guys have a question i mean a topic that you guys want us to dive into yeah. drop that in the comments um mm -hmm. on the video and uh, we'll see if we could cook up a nice episode um next for you guys so uh with that said we're gonna get to the night the only way we know how per usual We'll get to it with some positive energy, some positive vibrations, and a smile. Of course, y'all get out and go have a great one mm -hmm. or go home and have a great one. Mm -hmm. Peace. That first half we were speaking about and something that I will say that I can see, I've experienced, I felt, I know you know, you know, is ultimately you've learned how to win and lose. Mm. That's the biggest one. That's the biggest you know, one. that's the biggest one. I've like, you know, when people be like, oh, man, yeah, 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 wins and losses. Right. And you see how that phrase has been able to trickle outside of sports because that's where it comes from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's been able to trickle outside of sports into your everyday life, because like I said earlier, sports is absolutely a microcosm of what life is. Every time you're going against something or every time you have a goal, you can you consider that your opponent, you know, and when the goal is your outcome that you were looking for. You won. You won. Yeah, it's a win. And when the goal is an outcome that you weren't necessarily looking for. It's an L. It's an L. No, but it's not necessarily a loss. Not necessarily a loss. But it's an L. But it's an L. But it's an L. You know, it could be a lesson. You know, it can it can make you go back in and you 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 may change your personnel. You may change your scheme. May change your approach. You may change your approach. But you now know that you have some sort of barometer to look at because that was a win and there was a loss. Um one thing that I've always is it's 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 crazy that I didn't even plan on talking about this today, but it's so interesting that I have you two here because <laughs> I've always wanted to ask Duke. In the I believe it was 2015, 2015 when you guys played against the Super Bowl against 14, 14. 2014. Um, Omar and Omar and Duke played together for the Denver Broncos. They played against the Seattle Seahawks. And they lost that Super Bowl. And two years later, they were able to make it back to the Super Bowl and they were, win, and they were able to win. Unfortunately, Duke wasn't a part of that team. I've always wanted to know, what did you learn from that, from that L, Duke, on that, on that team? Because you guys had so much firepower. I'll be honest with you guys. Everybody expects you guys to win. You know, but what did you learn from being on that team? And then two years later, you weren't on that Super Bowl team. Okay, what I what I learned from being on that team is that yeah, it doesn't really matter 
what you are on paper. Mm. It doesn't it doesn't really matter what people think you are or how good people think you are or bad you are. You still got to go out there and get the shit done. Mm-hmm. That's what I learned. And all that matters is did you get it done or did you not get it done? Right? So one thing for, for me individually, that's what I learned. And for, for us as a team, that's what I learned. Right? For me as, me as an individual, you know, I'm like, hey, this is my first year starting. Right? I'm an undrafted free agent. Um, you know, I'm young. You know, I, I don't. they don't have to pay me for another two years. I should be on the team. You know what I mean? I have all these things that I'm holding on to. Like, I'm, you know, I'm a baller. It doesn't matter. Did I get it done when I was on the field? Or did I not get it done? Mm. Right? So when I so when it, so when they released me the following year, it was just like, yo, like that's just what it is. You didn't get enough done when you was on the field when you was there. So I had to just take that and pick up and move on to the next spot. Right. That's what I learned mm. as an individual and as a team. Mm. And I think that when they won the Super Bowl two years later, it was just from it was like, first of all, my homeboys is on the team still. Mm-hmm. Right, right? right. So right. it was all good. Right. My homeboys on the team, but then it was also like, I'm a fair person. I understand. Whatever happened with me and the team worked out for the team. So as far as business goes, they made the right decision. Mm-hmm. So that mindset was right. created from where? Uh, from always taking accountability. It was created from always taking accountability and not giving the power to no one else to, to make me feel like insignificant. Right? So if I always take accountability for my actions, I'm like, all right, cool. I got released. I had to look at myself. So I didn't have that resentment moving forward. Mm. Mm. I, man, yeah, I've, I've I've always been so curious about yeah. that. Like I've always wanted to know because it's easy to walk around and resent the entire situation. Yeah. Not necessarily your friends, like you said. Yeah, like yeah. you're not gonna look at oh and be like stupid ass ring. You're not gonna, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's not gonna nah. be a thing. But I've always really wanted to know, you know, how you felt about that. Yeah. And I asked because just being able to understand not just not just sports but the 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 business behind sports mm-hmm. you know you were able to understand that and be able to um sleep at night mm-hmm. yeah. you know um for me right as well one thing that i think is so dope when it comes to when it comes to just just competitive competitive energy is there's no color barrier in sports. In sports. Yeah. Best There's, man. It's just the best. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. Man. And, best and, man and, out there. Well, is that true, though? I mean. Oh, I'm going to tell you why once, Before you true. get to the pro level. Okay. Before you get to the pro level, for sure. There's, like, once, if you're a baller. You're a baller. Yeah. Like nobody sees your color. Like for example, I know Christian McCaffrey got a lot of flack coming out of college. You know, like oh, he's just getting this hype because he's a white boy, and he went to the league and he bought. Yeah, but they still say that white boy nice. They still say the white boy nice, but they don't say <laughs> they, they don't say they, 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 they don't never, say they never be like oh that black boy nice. Yeah, but they no never, no they, they don't say they the black say guy that. behind him playing should be in the game. Yeah, yeah. they're they not say gonna like, say that. Oh, everything he get, he earned. He earned everything it. he get, he earned it. He out there balling. Larry Bird, baller. Yeah, we're going to say white boy. We always did. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. Larry Bird, he was a baller. 
Larry Bird used to go across the tracks just to play with the black dudes because he knew they was better yep. in his neighborhood, you know, to go ball. And when he went to go into the hood in the inner cities to go ball, they was, look at this, look at this skinny white boy. What he doing over here? And he started busting that ass. Yep. And it was like, oh, he's a baller. Yep. He's really good. Okay, for sure. We don't even really see color with that no more. And that's why I really love what's going on in sports, especially with the whole Black Lives Matter movement and how they're they're incorporating. I don't know if you guys see the Atlanta Hawks the other night. They were playing, and usually they have big ATL across their jerseys. And because of Black History Month, they MLK. had MLK. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's guys from Russia that is playing on that team. It's guys from all different all different walks of life, all different countries, and they have ML, MLK across their chest, you know, and representing that, you know, it shows me that color doesn't matter, bro. Mm -hmm. When you on when you in sports, color does not matter. That is the one place where everybody feels safe. Yeah, you know, and I know you guys played with certain certain guys of different races, and you was like, hey, he you the you're, boy you're, nice. Your your quarterback was Peyton Manning. Boy, nice. He's nice. Mm. The boy low key the greatest of all time. And you're not gonna say he not just cause Nah. But that that position is a little it's, it's, it's a little it's, you're right. It's you a little me. fluid. It's, you, got me. you know what I'm saying? You got it's, it's, it's kind of a position that's you know predominantly, predominantly, predominantly by, by, by white guys. Has yeah. historically favored by, by yeah. white men. These guys. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know what? That that absolutely um, rings prevalence when we look at um, guys like Cam Newton and Lamar Jackson not getting any cerebral credit. They just get credit for their athletic ability. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's something that is being fought for now within yeah. sports as well. But they're not they're not they're not getting taken away from not being able to play the position. No, no, nah, not at all. But I think, you know, that kind of brings me to my next point. And, you know, I guess one thing that you do learn from playing sports is like how to develop tough skin. You know, you end up in these situations where you have to deal with public scrutiny, you know, public criticism, you know, I think nine times out of 10, if you put the average person in a situation where they're getting scrutinized and criticized mm -hmm. in front of their peers, they'll probably fold. You don't really have that option to fold as an athlete. And if you do, you won't last, you know, you kind of just have to take that on the chin and keep it moving. You know, you can't really, you don't really have the leeway to take things like that personal in, in, sports. in sports. Where else have you got yelled at publicly? At home, in front of my friends maybe, that may have been there when I, I did something wrong, but never, really no other place that the people feel comfortable enough mm -hmm. getting at someone grown, speaking from, you know, the pro experience, you know. Um, it's socially not. It's not. It's not socially acceptable. Nah. Because unless you're talking about the military. Unless you're talking about, the, you're military. Talking about the military. Other than that, I'm gonna ask you guys. I'm gonna ask you guys because it's just it was something that was interesting. I seen a couple of years ago. How do you guys feel about participation trophies? <laughs> I'm good on that. I, I'm with all the way with James Harrison on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, for those that don't know the story, I think James Harrison's son got awarded a third place trophy or was it maybe second? I really think it was just a participation trophy. It was just a, he didn't win. He didn't win. He didn't win. He didn't win. And, he didn't win. and the school gave him a participation trophy and James Harrison got a lot of, a lot of, you know. Take it back. Yeah. You know, the media kind of tore him, tore him down because he told his son to, 
or he took it away from his son. Yeah. You know, and told the school to take it back, you know, but I agree with that because that's like settling for like a loser's mentality. You know, like everything we do, we set out, especially if we're competing in it, we're setting out to win. Word. Right. Right. And if I don't, well, OK, then I'll settle with the lesson that comes with it. Right. But my intentions in coming here were to win. And if I if I didn't win, well, I don't want anything. You know, I I, I received enough in that loss, you know, in that the only lesson. thing I want is to go get better. That's it. That's it. That's it. You know, and and uh, I feel like that's why I said it's, it's it's so it's so comparable to real life, because if you start accepting participation trophies, like life don't work like that. You yeah. don't you don't get money for not working. That's like what, what do they say? What do they say most of the time? They they call it um moral victories. I don't I don't know. I don't, what that is. I don't I, what's that? Moral victory. What the, what is a moral victory? We don't do those. We don't do those. Right, but you often hear that yeah, that yeah. phrase get thrown yeah. around. You know what I'm saying? It's like we, you know that was a moral victory. It's for like us. yo, we lost the game, but hey, you know we played. We played well last week, or you hey, played the best that you could possibly yeah, play. Like, nah, that's a coach's spill. Yeah, we that's scored, cop out. Oh, we scored forty points. Other scored. Other team scored forty two. Now we didn't play well you know enough. What I'm so we you know we lost, but hey, we looked the offense well. So, guys, that's gonna bring us to. Um, the end of our show. Damn, but, already? Yeah, but you know, as usual, man, um, we try to add as much value <laughs> yeah. to you guys as, as possible. And the way we like to do that, um, the way we like to add value is to highlight other podcasts that we feel um, can benefit your life in one way or another. And the podcast that we're going to highlight today is I Am Athlete. And it's um oh that's good you know, I love that and this one really makes sense for us because we're all former athletes and um you know some of us have personal re- relationships with the guys on I am athlete it's hosted by Brandon Marshall Chad Johnson Fred Taylor and Channing Crowder and um it focuses on you know important and controversial topics around sports culture and society um from the athlete perspective and before I forget actually it is International Women's Month. Right, so hey, it's only cool. right. It's only right that I acknowledge I am woman. Hello, yeah. right. hello. Yeah. I am woman is also. Come on, I, I guess you could call it as a, like the sister show to I am athlete, and it's um, spearheaded by Brandon Marshall's wife, uh, Michi Marshall, um, who does an excellent job moderating and hosting the show um, with three under three other women um, as well, and they really talk about struggles um, in in you know, in marriage and relationships, how their experiences being wives and girlfriends of athletes and so much more. So um, definitely tap in with them. Um, you can find them on YouTube. I am athlete and, um, and yeah, but make sure you guys, uh, when you guys go watch, I am athlete or I am woman, make sure you guys comment on, you know, the videos and leave a review and tell them the nice and neat. Sent sent you. Absolutely. All right. With that said, I'm Duke. I'm Omar. I'm Jalan. And this is nice and neat. And that's that on that. Take the risk to go and get them bands. I'll be the one to never sit and go and make a plan. Knowing my mother getting old and I don't got no time. Gotta keep a couple for the road to rest get left behind. Yeah. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles? And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.